So, what time of day is the best time of day to have sex? I know, guys, stupid question, because the correct answer is any time. But we go to the expert, lovely Maria, this week in the cabin. Also, comedian Jamie Lissow joins us to talk his best gig and his worst gig. Got an idiot of the day with Jerry Evans helping out. Dr. D talks about lizard weed. And we talk about the weirdest gig Carmine Apice has ever played. Plus, uncomfortable compliments all this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. All right, if you think uh, you're just sick and tired of your miserable existence, well, let me try to do you a favor. This is the part of the podcast where we like to try to have fun at other people's expense to make you feel a little bit better about your shitty world around you. And it's an episode we like to call... Fuck my life. And I thank you all for sending these into the X-Rock Morning Show Facebook page. If you want to follow it along, X-Rock Morning Show, where we do the radio show Monday through Friday. And uh, we always get these great letters from you, our valued listeners. So let's begin. Today, I walked out of the bathroom and saw my girlfriend peeing in a mug. She said that's the mug she pisses in when she just can't hold it in anymore. Turns out, same mug I put my coffee in every morning. Fuck my life. (laughs) This one is really sad, uh, and I feel bad for her if you're listening today. I do feel bad for you. Today, I don't want to go to work because I hate my boss. But once I'm there, I don't want to go home because I hate my husband. I have nowhere else to go. (laughs) Fuck my life. It's a shitty existence, (laughs) man. Today, some idiot uh, with a... Hashtag Save Our Children shirt followed me around a store when I finally asked this asshole what their problem was. They started screaming, asking why I was holding hands with the black children that obviously didn't belong to me. Uh, I'm white and their mom is black. These are my children, you fuckwad. Fuck my life. (laughs) Today, my girlfriend and I were walking near a pond and I saw a Drake, a male mallard, of course, forcefully mating with a duck. My girlfriend burst into tears. Demand I stop them when I told her, no, that's nature. That's how they breed. She dumped me for supporting and enabling rape. Oh, dude, you dodged a bullet. I'm telling you now. Fuck my life. But uh, (laughs) rape is rampant in the duck world with the little corkscrew penises and all. Yeah, I'm sure they... Anywho, we keep going. Today, I offered to give my ex a ride home from work. He and I ended on good terms years ago. We just really weren't all that compatible with each other. I dropped him off, and not ten seconds later, he came back out looking sick. His, he was pale as a ghost. It's because he had walked in, and he caught his fiance having sex with my new boyfriend. Fuck my life. <laughs> and finally, to make you feel better, uh, this gal today, after years of trying, I got the wonderful news my husband is going to be a father. Too bad I'm not the fucking mother. Fuck my life. (laughs) Ouch. See, now don't you feel better about yourself? You're welcome. Hanging in the cabin with comedian and actor Jamie Lissau. Uh, You've seen him on uh, The Real Rob on Netflix with Rob Schneider, his good buddy. Uh, Comedy Central, The Tonight Show. And a new movie coming out with John Cleese and David Spade. And he even wrote it. With help from Adam Sandler. And, of course, the star, one of the stars of the hit show Gutfeld on Fox News. It's Mr. Jamie Lissow in the cabin. Now, here's the deal. 
All right, now, uh, a segment we like to play with uh, the comics that come up, Mm -hmm. and I think we played it with you years ago, but uh, I'm sure things have changed, and that is Best Gig, Worst Gig, where you give us the gig that just knocked it out of the park and the one that was a total nightmare. Uh, And now the only rule is uh, none of them can be any of the shows you do here. (laughs) (laughs) Just take that off the table, and we go on. So let's start with the the best gig, you that just the one that knocked it out of the park for you. Okay, I think I have a best gig. This okay. one, by the way, was much harder to think of. Okay. Oh, really? Because you've gig. had a lot of good gigs. Yeah. The, and so you got to go through, whereas the worst gigs sit there and they're like right at the front oh, of Oh, I mean the opposite. I, it was hard for me to think of the, the best one. The worst one, I oh. had 20 different options. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yes, the, the, exactly. The, the best ones, you have them, you don't really... Yes, that's, yeah. you're right. You're exactly right. So, yeah. uh, so what was the best gig? So I'm going to have to go. The best gig, I was doing morning radio... In Rochester, New York. I remember. I was like the douche. I was like the sidekick douche right. guy. And one day uh, in the morning, Rob Schneider calls in, and I don't know him yet. And he calls up and says, "Like I'm doing a show in town, and I, I'm, I'm a huge fan, dude. I'm like a at the time a huge Rob Schneider. So I just start going like, oh, I, you know, I love this guy, and I'm trying to calm down. And I go, I just am a huge fan of your work. That's all I have to say. My name's Jamie. Nice to meet you. So he goes, I'm performing tonight at this uh, college. Why don't you come do a guest set? I go, yeah, amazing. Wow crazy so i go that night never met him before it's his theater and i they go this is rob's green room we don't know if he's in there or not you will knock on the door so knock on the door i meet rob for two seconds nice to meet you i was a guy from the radio cool door closes okay i think that's all i'm gonna i'll never meet rob again so it's gonna be just me doing a couple minutes okay and then him which I don't know if he was being kind, giving me a guess at, or he just didn't want to go out to a cold audience. Doesn't matter, Glenn. Sure, yeah. Who needs, cares? You need somebody to take the bullet, and you got you so. were the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> My name was it said Rob Schneider headliner Jamie Lisso takes bullet. Right, that's what it said. That's exactly what I said. And so I'm like a little nervous because I'm the first guy out. Right before I'm about to go on stage, the theater manager he goes, "Hey, got a favor to ask you?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "There's this improv group, and they've never performed before. They're from the college. It was the theater at a college." They want to go out before you and do like a 20-minute thing. Bob, I go, yeah, I'm not even on this show. I just got asked to do this an hour ago. Absolutely, whatever you guys want to do. So this improv group goes up and does 20 minutes. Glenner, if you get to do, if there's comedy in heaven, you get to follow an improv group that's never (laughs) performed before. (laughs) At a college. At a college. Because... (laughs) They just did. They'd never done it before. It's not their fault. They're just, yeah, they didn't have a lot. Like I went up, anybody would have gone up. I'm not, it's not because I'm hilarious, but the whole crowd was like, oh my God, prepared material. He's done this before. Oh my God. He knows where the bit ends. Like I'm having the set of my life because I'm coming up after people that weren't prepared. Yes. And during my set, I do, I end up doing a 25 minute guest set, which is insane. Right. Right. Guess that's usually five minutes. Sure. I can hear this laughing off stage. And I think it's the theater manager, the guy that told me about the improv group. Ha ha, I hear this laughing and laughing and laughing. I walk off stage. It's Rob Schneider standing. I thought he was in the green room. He's yeah. watching. Nobody watches the other guy. Like, it's very unusual for the headliner to even watch there. So I'm walking off. He shakes my hand. He goes, hey, don't go anywhere. I want to talk to you after the show. I want to talk to you about something. And I go, okay, Rob Schneider. You know? Yeah. And so I go sit in the back and I watch him. And he had just gotten back into stand-up. That was his first show. Okay. May, might have taken 20 years off to do movies. Right. Just getting back into it. And so I watch the set. Pretty funny. And um, at the end of the show, I, I, I go up to him and I go, hey, man, you did great, whatever. And he goes, dude, I'm just getting back into stand-up. I need a writer. And that one little set 
where I got to follow that improv group. Within two weeks, I, I wrote like his roast of Quentin Tarantino for like the Friars roast. And that's where we became wow. buddies so, and everything and else. You might be the first comic in the history of this show playing best gig, worst gig, whose best gig was at a college. <laughs> yeah, as the opener. As the opener before an Im- after an improv troupe. Yeah. Every that was just a recipe for disaster. It was. And it turned into your best gig ever. The obstacle is the way. As Marcus Rose would say, the impediment to the way is the way. Like See, the worst thing about it became th- that whole setup could have been in the perfect setup for the worst gig ever. Yes. For most other comics. Completely. So with that in mind, got lucky. What is your worst gig ever? All right. And I'm in South Carolina and I get to a college. Right. Another college. Okay. And it's uh, middle of summer. It's like 6 p.m. It's an early show. And so I get to the college, and I'm, I'm looking, are you looking for the venue? Where's this place at? So I see the building, and I'm walking for the building, and this girl runs out the front doors towards me. And she goes, hey, before you go in, you're Jamie, right? And I go, yeah. And she goes, I just want to apologize. This theater seats like 600 people. She goes, a half hour ago, it was like 5 to 6. Show's about to start. I, I had just gotten there. She goes, a half hour ago at 5.30, this place was packed. It was just packed with people, wall to wall. Wow, nuts. okay. And, she, and I go, okay, what happened? She goes, well, the air conditioning went out, and it's 100 degrees. <laughs> and so everyone started to get really, really hot, and everyone just left. Like, you probably saw them on your way in. And I did. I remember a bunch of people, everybody left. There's like 11 people in there. And I go, okay, what do you want to do? And she goes, well, let's just do the show. I'm really sorry. I feel terrible. And I go, it's fine. I don't care. Let's have me back some other time. We'll we'll make the best of it. I don't care. I'll just I'll do the show. Whatever. I'm not mad or anything. Sure. She goes, okay. I'm so sorry. Whatever. So I go up on stage. There's 11 people in the crowd, and they they open the windows on the sides of the theater because it's so hot. They go, let's just get like a little air flowing in here. So dusk is is upon us in uh, South Carolina. Show's about to start. 11 people in the crowd. I go up and do my set. Every time I do a joke, and it doesn't get a big laugh from the 11 people, I actually hear crickets. <laughs> like, a, like a sound of it. Like a, like a joke out the window. And I, I'm like, oh my God, like this is where they, that's what I hear. So, Every so, joke. So give me, a, give, give me just a punchline, a stupid yeah. punchline here. And so uh, I go, hey, stop complaining. You're getting paid to be here. <laughs> Dude, just like that. Like as clear as a sound of a- And I go, that's where the cricket noise came from, what was probably comedians bombing by a campfire. There you go. And that's why we bring him in. He's not bombing tonight. You'll catch him at the Pioneer Park Theater, the one and only Jamie Lissau. Jamie, thanks for uh, hanging out with Thank us. Thank you, Glenn. Always a pleasure. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Hey, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. It's time for the Crapper Creek World News Report. All right, let's get right to the headlines we're working on this week for you. Diligently, I might add. Here's your headlines. Uh, Two-thirds of women say they've experienced gender bias in the workplace. Well, you know, ladies, maybe if you smiled a little more, wore tighter tops, you wouldn't get held back so much, if you know what I mean. (laughs) 
Cannabis prices are going down. Yay, stoners unite. Unfortunately for pot smokers, uh, the savings totally negated by the rising pizza prices, so it's kind of a wash. Elsewhere, Governor of Florida Ron DeSantis actually, you know what he said in a uh, at a press conference? He actually scolded high school students for wearing masks. Hey, Ron, what business is it of yours, you douchebag? Then right after the conference, he ripped out an old lady's insulin pump and delivered a sweet leg sweep to an old blind dude. Australia is banning a video game called RimWorld. All right. Well, as long as they don't ban the OnlyFans account by the same name, I got no beef. Have you seen RimWorld? It's impressive. Today, well, actually, the beginning of March marks the beginning of Women's History Month. Yes, an entire month where women can exchange meatloaf recipes and compliment the shininess of each other's kitchen floors. I think. I don't know. Something like that. Southwest Airlines passenger peed on the floor during a flight, immediately charged and arrested with one count of impersonating a spirit airline passenger. He can't just go doing that. And finally, happy birthday to Ralph Nader, right? Remember Ralph Nader? He's still around. He's like 88. Here's a guy who warned us about things that aren't safe, like driving a car without a seatbelt, riding a bike without a helmet, and fucking a Kardashian. You get the idea. This has been the Crawford Creek World News Report. All the way from his home in Florida, uh, waiting at the car wash right now is one legendary rock drummer extraordinaire. It is Carmine Apiece. Carmine, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Uh, I'm good. Now, which car are you getting washed now? You you took the Jag in earlier. What do you got now? This is the Rogue. Oh, okay. The SUV Rogue. Okay. All right. So now, um, uh, now that we got here, I was looking over a couple you things. Yeah, can you? Yeah, right. yeah. go ahead. I just had to tell him to wipe the rims a little bit. I see all dirt all over the rims. So now, uh, looks like the childhood home of Leonard Skinner singer Ronnie uh, Van Zant and his brother is an Airbnb. It's a Leonard Skinner-themed oh, really? Airbnb. Wow. So, that's, that's interesting. question is, are we going to get wow. a vanilla fudge-themed Airbnb? Or no, a cactus. We have a, carmine, we have a carmine one out in uh, St. Martin. That's right. You've got a carmine apiece uh, Airbnb in St. Martin. I don't, yeah, but I don't. But I don't. Uh, I don't tell them that. Because, so you yeah. don't have anything like uh, gold. Obviously, anything of real value in there that's gonna. But it's not like a rock and roll themed. It's just. No, it's just a regular beautiful house on the water. All right. Well, that's not the same thing, Carmine. It's not a. You've got. A, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know. But I'm just saying it. Yeah. Oh, and I'm still gonna stay there. One, I'm, 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 I'm still looking you up on that Airbnb. That's for sure. Because uh, yeah, we got married got it, in the Caribbean, it. so we we need to get back there for sure. Um, yeah. uh, another thing, uh, Hart announced a tour without Ann Wilson. Nan- yeah, Nancy's doing have, it. We have, I know, we have Ann Wilson on uh, on our show next week. We're doing it the three week court tomorrow. I'm oh, really? For Hanging yeah. and Banging, the uh, podcast. If you haven't yeah. seen, uh, Google search Hanging and Banging. Oh, very cool. And uh, tonight we have uh, Ian Pace and, D- and Steve Morris from Deep Purple. So, wow, it, that's it, it, really, that's a lineup. Well, you're going to have to ask her about that because I know they had a bit of a falling out, but she says they're okay, but well, I guess uh, I, Nancy I already has know. somebody else. I already, 
I already know. Oh, okay. What Ann is it? Wilson, Ann, Ann Wilson's heart is going out, and and Nancy Wilson's heart is going out. Oh, my goodness. Why? That's That seemed... I mean, that... Oh. It just really? seems like a waste. It seems like an, I'm and, sure they'll and, both be great, but it's not. And the fact that they're and the fact that they're uh, sisters. Yeah. You know what the hell? I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's you know, that's uh, unfortunate. Maybe, maybe Ron, maybe Ron and will find out what happened. Yeah, maybe. maybe he's the guy that initiates the questions. You know. Well, let's let's get to the bottom of it. All right. Before we let you go, one uh, one more cool topic came up uh, on the show here, Carmine. Oh, your looks like your yeah. turn is up. Um. Yeah. And it was uh the world's a stage, right? They say the world's all a stage. Well, they had a list of bands that have played in some very Are you there? What 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 the heck's going on? Okay. All right, do it. Talk to your car wash guy. Yeah. I just I just shut it off. Go ahead. Okay. Uh so uh list came out of bands that had played in some unconventional locations. Um let's okay. see. Uh Rage Against the Machine did it on the uh, did a Show on the steps of the New York Stock Exchange. Metallica performed in Antarctica. Chili Peppers performed in front of the pyramids in Egypt. Kiss played in the middle of Australian waters of the great, with great uh, for great white sharks. The White Stripes played a bowling alley. Uh, Foo Fighters, I remember they did one on flatbed. Truck. I got a bad one. That's what I, I was looking one. for. What is the cool? What is the most unconventional place? Uh, you played okay, with Cactus. We played. We played an outdoor festival, and the outdoor festival. This is like in the seventies, early seventies, when all this stuff wasn't that uh, right. You know, production and all that. So we played uh, outdoor festival. There was like ten thousand people there, and the the stage was a a, a, a flatbed trailer truck. Okay. Nice. And and my drum riser was on the bed of a dump truck. <laughs> so my drums were on the bed of a dump truck. And guess what happened when I was doing my solo? The oh band no! Had, they started dumping me while I was doing my solo. Okay, so let's see somebody top that. So did you all come, did everything come crashing out of the dump truck? What did you do? Yes. And then, well, they stopped when it started going. They seen the drums started sliding down. I got so pissed off, man. I, I jumped off that dump truck and I almost killed. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Dwayne Hitching's doing it, you know. And, oh, they were doing it to you? Your bandmates? Yeah, my bandmates. <laughs> fun. It's the fun. <laughs> you know? Oh, days, that is great! It's not like today, you know. Uh, so that's good stuff, man. Nobody's gonna top that one. No, I, I don't think that. so. Uh, it's comedy. I did once did a show in a in the Ice Hotel. I've performed on a train, and I once did a show for two people. <laughs> and last week, oh. I performed a one hour clean comedy show for a woman's fortieth birthday, a family friendly show in the basement of a Baptist church. That's what I did last right. week. Nice. That's good. I've done clinics in the basement of a synagogue. Uh, <laughs> Listen to us showing our, our concert 19, war wounds. <laughs> yeah, 1972, my first ever clinic in the basement of a, a temple 
in Long Island, a Sam Ash film clinic. We had 800 people there. Tonight. That's awesome. Carmine, a piece. Wonderful. Have a great weekend. Let's do this again. I want to find out how that interview goes with uh, Ann Wilson next week. Yeah, let's rock out with some cactus. How's that? Always. You got it, buddy. Thank you. So have you ever uh, ever got one of those backhanded compliments? I get them all the time from people. Drives me up the wall. Yeah, I listen to your radio show. And then they don't say anything. Oh, here's one. Oh, man, you're funny. So are you still on the air? I get that one a lot from like people I've known forever. So yeah, been there every morning, 6, 10 a.m. for like 40 years. Thanks for listening. <laughs> or the, the uncomfortable compliment. You ever get those? We asked that question on our Facebook page a while back. The uncomfortable compliment. Here's a good one from one of you. A co-worker looked at my children, then looked at me and said, boy, you must have a really attractive wife. <laughs> uh, thanks? First time my mother-in-law saw me in a bikini, she said, I knew my son would end up with a woman like you by the way he breastfed. What? She, she goes on to say, I was at a loss for a response. I don't know. What does that mean? Was she well endowed? Is that what it was? I returned to work after birth and uh, nasty postpartum uh, depression. One of the recent hires was shown a picture of me before the baby and said, wow, you used to be hot. <laughs> um, Thanks. You'd be really good looking if you were taller. Thanks. One person, one gal said, somebody told her, your ears are very suckable. Okay, ew and ew. Not the compliment somebody wants. Oh, here's a good one. Ladies, have you ever been told, you've got nice birthing hips? I don't know, maybe from an Amish uncle or something. Guy at the next urinal looked down towards my business once and said, hey, nice watch. Okay. Here's one lady said, I sat down at the hairstylist chair only to hear her say, oh, I love a challenge. What? <laughs> my sister's father-in-law commented that my painted red toes were sexy. He told me this at his wife's wake. Um, thank you. Guy once said to me, dude, your ex was hot. How did... You ever bag her? She's way out of your league. All right, I've I've heard that from every woman I've ever dated or married. I'm like Pete Davidson. What can I say? Marry up. Finally, uh, here's one. I was wearing a sheer tank top when another guy complimented me on my nipples. I'm a dude. Yep, never wore it again. Yeah, do it for me, too. That's one shirt that you're not going to hold on to. All right, time for our Truth About Cats and Dogs segment of the show as we have some uh, pet questions, animal questions for Dr. D. I've got one question, of course. Uh, thanks for being here, Doc. Dr. D. Thornell, Animal House Veterinary Hospital. You may remember her from the hit Animal Planet TV show, Dr. D. Alaska Vet. And we've got an odd pet question. And do you remember the question we had a while back, D, about the uh, dude whose uh, rabbit ate his weed? Right. Well, now we have uh, a lizard. Uh, dude says 
His bearded dragon got into his stash, ate a couple of his buds. It happened a couple days ago. He see he says he seems to be fine, but now he has a lichen to it. And uh, he said all he did was sit around and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is old episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> or what's that called? Cougar Town. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I would have to say, I, I don't know if CBD and THC really affect lizards in the same way. Their brains are a little wired differently. So I would say, you know, the only bad thing, then you got like lizard spit, you know, on your weed. And the other thing that happens is... <laughs> Nobody you know, wants lizards. Lizard. That might be an added thing. It's like licking toads. Maybe yeah. the lizard spits... Like an additive that makes it extra groovy. Yeah, but I don't think the thing that comes out the backside if they accidentally do it on your bud would be very happy. No, no. Just turn on old episodes of Monty Python, throw down some Cheetos. It'll be just fine. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that for the rabbit, though. Monty Python is off a rabbit. You made it wake up (laughs) with this rabbit going for your throat every time you, you know, so. All right. All right. Hey, you guys have fun today. All right. You too, Dee. Thanks. Bye-bye. From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, if you think uh, you're just sick and tired of your miserable existence, well, let me try to do you a favor. This is the part of the podcast where we like to try to have fun at other people's expense to make you feel a little bit better about your shitty world around you. And it's an episode we like to call... Fuck my life. And I thank you all for sending these into the X-Rock Morning Show Facebook page. If you want to follow it along, X-Rock Morning Show, where we do the radio show Monday through Friday. And uh, we always get these great letters from you, our valued listeners. So let's begin. Today, I walked out of the bathroom and saw my girlfriend peeing in a mug. She said that's the mug she pisses in when she just can't hold it in anymore. Turns out, same mug I put my coffee in every morning. Fuck my life. (laughs) This one is really sad, uh, and I feel bad for her if you're listening today. I do feel bad for you. Today, I don't want to go to work because I hate my boss. But once I'm there, I don't want to go home because I hate my husband. I have nowhere else to go. (laughs) Fuck my life. (laughs) Shitty existence, man. Today, some idiot uh, with a... Hashtag Save Our Children shirt followed me around a store when I finally asked this asshole what their problem was. They started screaming, asking why I was holding hands with the black children children that obviously didn't belong to me. Uh, I'm white and their mom is black. These are my children, you fuckwad. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today, my girlfriend and I were walking near a pond and I saw a drink, a male mallard, of course, forcefully mating with a duck. My girlfriend burst into tears. Demand I stop them when I told her, no, that's nature. That's how they breed. She dumped me for supporting and enabling rape. Oh, dude, you dodged a bullet. I'm telling you now. Fuck my life. But uh, <laughs> rape is rampant in the duck world with the little corkscrew penises and all. Yeah, I'm sure they... Anywho, we keep going. Today, I offered to give my ex a ride home from work. He and I ended on good terms years ago. We just really weren't all that compatible with each other. I dropped him off, and not ten seconds later, he came back out looking sick. His, he was pale as a ghost. It's because he had walked in, and he caught his fiance having sex with my new boyfriend. Fuck my life. 
<laughs> and finally, to make you feel better, uh, this gal today, after years of trying, I got the wonderful news my husband is going to be a father. Too bad I'm not the fucking mother. Fuck my life. Ouch. <laughs> See, now don't you feel better about yourself? You're welcome. That's what we do. It's time to get educated. Some nerd news. Yeah, something like that. Here's the latest in uh, science news. We like to throw this down once a week for you. In space news, astronomers found a planet 850 light years away that's so hot. How hot is it? It rains liquefied rubies and sapphires. And the clouds are metallic. What? Liquefied? How do they know they're rubies and sapphires? Liquid rubies and sapphires? That's so hot. Genealogists compiled a massive family tree for the entire human race that goes back 100,000 years. Connects 27 million of our early ancestors. They say it'll help us study evolution and research uh, genetic diseases. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's a lot of us. You know, don't tell your uncle because his mind will explode. Well, I ain't related to Fun fact when male honeybees mate, their sexual organs explode out of their body and they die. <laughs> Boy, there's ever a argument for celibacy. Now, a study in Canada found extreme heat can make them do it too. If they're too hot for too long, they, what's called, they sexplode. But is it like good? I mean, is it like right before then? Do they go, oh God, oh God, this is awesome. Or is it just hot flashes make some sexplode? I, I don't know. I don't get it. They only get to do it once. That's for sure. That's a bummer. Sexplode though. I know. Yeah, I know. You guys want to try that. Other animal news. Researchers in Australia, where everything wants to kill you, put tracking devices on a bunch of magpies. You know, you know the birds. Kind of like a crow in a way, but smaller. Like a crow minor bird kind of thing, the magpies. But the birds outsmarted them, worked together, and ripped the trackers off of each other. Here's the thing. until it did, They got some research out of it because before then, we didn't know birds could cooperate and help each other out like that. Apparently, they, they can do that and pick locks. Elsewhere, paleontologists found a new type of dinosaur that had tiny arms like a T-Rex, but even tinier, almost no arms, just wrists. What? What do you mean by just wrists? Just wrists and hands? So just walk around roaming the lands going, hey, can you open this jar for me? Finally, in uh, brain news, yeah, that's the thing. A study found our decision-making skills don't fade that fast, and most people are still as sharp at 60 as they were at 20. Oh, well, that's good news. Also, a study at the University of Michigan found that having a pet keeps your brain young and prevents memory losses. Okay. Well, I've got a couple of them. Does that help? One's a big blind dog that breaks everything. The other one's a freaked-out cat that eats absolutely everything. I don't know how that's mentally helping me. Is your nerd news? This <laughs> Maria. Hi. Oh, hey, baby. What are you doing? 
Anyway, I had something long to share with you. Okay, what? Big question came out online, a big poll. When is the best time of day to have sex? I kind of uh, like it oh. early afternoon. So so you're an afternoon person. I do, yeah, because I'm too tired by the end of the day, and in the morning, I'm certainly not in the mood. Right. You know what? I I agree. I agree. Uh, it's funny, because uh, that was one of the choices. It was the adult toy company, Adam and Eve. And, uh, oh, so you don't need a person. <laughs> yeah. Hell then, who cares what time of day I it is? I think they're talking about another person here, sweetheart. <laughs> Otherwise, so well, you said adult toy company. Oh, yeah. Well, if this was geared towards men, it'd be uh, middle of day, mornings, middays, uh, yeah, on the drive into work, uh, whenever. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. no, I, I, I think they're talking about actually getting it on. And, and, uh, here's the thing 20% of Americans prefer late night, 10% like mornings best. But only 8% prefer the little afternoon delight. And I agree with you. I think that that's the best time or uh, like while making dinner, that early evening. That's well, my second I, go-to. I, yeah, well, I, I always like to do it before dinner because, you know, you get bloated after dinner and you have some booze. You sit down and watch TV. And, yeah, it's not and, right. And, and, and anyone who has to get up early and work in the morning, you know, it's, it's super right. convenient. No, all right. So uh, afternoon or right before dinner, that's our go-to jam, correct? That would, that would be about right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm down with that. Big question is, uh, do we have sex before dinner or this afternoon? Should I swing by work? You're weird. Going to the gym, we can find a secret place there. Yeah, no, um, I'll, I'll let you know. Way too much fun. Let's do it again next week. Next week, we got some really cool McDonald's hacks. We've got another makeup or breakup with lovely Maria. Some nerd news. TikTok challenges we'd actually like to see. Plus all the weirdness that is live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. Search us out on Twitter, live from Crapper Creek. Also live from Crapper Creek on YouTube if you want to see some fun videos. And don't forget the Crapper Creek General Store and, of course, the X-Rock Morning Show, the farthest north rock radio station on planet Earth, streaming live at xrock959.com. Till next week, let's do this again. See ya. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.